this edition of the Overdrive Radio Podcast, we're launching what will be a series of one-on-one interviews exploring business topics with a variety of individual owner-ops and others around the industry. Something we've, of course, done somewhat regularly here in the podcast, but look for one a week if all goes well in the future. And if you've got an idea for a subject, something you do in your business that you'd like to talk about, get in touch with me via my Channel 19 blog overdriveonline.com slash channel19 where you'll find both my email and contact phone. Again, I'm Todd Dills and first up, what better business topic than personal health as Cargo Max leased owner-operator Dean Carnahan would have it. Without your life, your business isn't even an afterthought. Trouble is, as Carnahan well knows, taking control of diet isn't always a simple thing to do out on the road. Truck stop options are too often limited to high-calorie, high-sugar junk food or fast food these days. He's hopeful getting more drivers taking a proactive role in healthy eating can spur a movement to change the status quo in that regard. As you'll hear in part of our conversation that follows, we talked over coffee near my home base in Nashville. Carnahan believes more drivers need to treat bad health outcomes as something other than non-preventable accidents. On his way to Illinois to meet his co-driver, his daughter Amy, when we sat down to chat, he'd just been by the Trader Joe's grocery store for a car's back seat full of provisions for the long road ahead. He attributes his careful grocery shopping and what amounted to a wholesale diet change with bringing down his blood pressure and shedding excess pounds recently. In his early 50s, he's seen too many men of similar age die waiting in line at the steel, steel mill, for instance, over the years. He's determined not to become such a statistic and he starts here talking a little bit about just how his daughter Amy came to be his co-driver. Well, my daughter was the only one of my three kids that I couldn't talk out of trucking. I used to use trucking as a way to discipline my boys right, okay. and say, look, you either get better grades or you're going to come with me. <laughs> okay? And they were like, oh, hell no. Right. <laughs> you know? So they actually went to the University of Iowa, became a school teacher. The other one right now is that he was one of the youngest Geico insurance adjusters in the Southwest. Uh, Daniel, he's in Albuquerque now, making hundred thousand a year as a body shop. You know, I mean, the kid's twenty-one years old, oh, twenty-two now. You know, amazing. So it worked with the boys, but it didn't work with the girl. Uh, and I've got pictures of all my kids sitting in the wheels of the truck. You know, uh, from the oldest to the youngest, and. Amy was the one, she, she actually used to stand right beside me and steer the truck while okay. she stood beside me and between me and the shifter, you know, right. and she could do, and she was about that high, you know, right. and she just loved it. You know? right. And I got pictures of her just peeking, I could give you a picture of her peeking her head out the door sure. and stuff like that, playing in the front seat. And so she always liked to do stuff like that. And so when it came down to it, um, she wasn't really getting very going anywhere i mean basically i hate to say it I, I got her a job to get her off the couch kind of thing you know <laughs> some kids need to be pushed a little bit right. and but uh, she wanted to drive truck and she told me that one day and i said well if you're going to learn that you're going to learn it with me okay because i'm i've got several million miles i'm not going to leave it to some student to teach another student right so i said i got connections with serious too we could go back there uh, I'd sold out of my trucks by then and was just running a company truck locally, kind of just to kind of stay home more. So I gave that up, yeah. went to CRST in Cedar Rapids, leased a truck from them, yeah. and that way the truck paid for her school. So she didn't have a nine month contract or anything like a lot of them do. Um, basically, she went to school in Iowa, took 30 days on a truck with me, 
and then after that, she was mine. I could. I, but the thing is, I had to train a few more people. I actually ended up training nine people that year. Oh, wow. Yeah, I trained five guys and four women. And you'd take them up for a month and make a driver out of them as best you could. And then bring them back. And then I actually met uh, my daughter's soon-to-become boyfriend. He was one of my students. Oh, okay. And then they were so much alike, I couldn't believe it. it was like... Have you guys met? I mean, who else draws these kind of things you draw? Likes it? I mean, kids like Celtic music. I mean, who like so? <laughs> it was kind of funny. So I actually introduced him, and, and she actually rode with him while he was fulfilling his contract time. Okay. After he got off the road with me, she went ahead and went working with him. And so, and then they left seriously, went to Warner, you know. And then later on, things happened, and they ended up splitting. But okay. still, I guess, see, she's got experience of her own now. Yeah. So I, I did my year. My blood pressure started going up. <laughs> so I decided uh, enough, enough of this not sleeping at night thing. And right. So um, I went ahead and quit that. And the thing is, after that, it was about that time. Sam, I just turned 55 this weekend. Right. So this would be three years ago. I was 52. Now I always knew because of all the people I've known growing up that were owner-operators that longer than me. We were kind of a tight group, really. You know, you know in about the early, mid-50s, that's when you start falling apart. Yeah, okay. And I've had several friends of mine that were going real strong until the early 50s, and next thing you know, aneurysms, heart attacks, all this kind of stuff, blood pressure issues, things like that. I got one friend of mine, he used to carry around engine blocks. You know, the guy was so stupid, played hockey until he was 50. Next thing you know, now he's falling apart, but he's got three aneurysms in him. They found because they were, and they were looking for something else. And it just, it just turned his whole world upside down. And I know where the aneurysms come from, come from the blood pressure medication. You know, because it just breaks down your body. So I was starting to do the same thing. I was, my blood pressure was going up. So what they do? They slapped me with a prescription without even really knowing what it was. Right, right. So next thing you know, I'm taking a little sartan, 50 milligrams, trying to keep my blood pressure down. What low sartan does is basically it relaxes your blood veins to accommodate more volume. Now your body's designed to have, you know, has pre-programmed. You're going to carry, I don't know, take a figure, 2.2 gallons of blood. Okay. Now, as your veins start crunching up, constricting through junk, whatever, your body's still trying to accommodate 2.2 right. gallons of blood. So what happens? Your pressure goes up. Right. So what Losartan does, it relaxes things, but it also relaxes, relaxes your blood vessels to handle the more volume, but it also relaxes everything else. And that's where aneurysms come from and stuff like that. Now, I'm not saying that. Exactly, and I can't say in every case. Right, sure, sure. But I'm just saying it's it, it follows a predictable chain right. of events. And there's a different way to, to deal with. The there same is a problem. way different way than just trimming the tree. Right. You know, uh, that's the one thing modern medication medicine has a hard time with is they like to trim the tree, but they don't really go at the root. Right. You know, and, and I think it could be time. Who knows why? Probably right. some reason why. But the thing is, as an individual, you are your own best doctor. Right. You're the one first responsible for your body. So, wouldn't it make sense for you to take charge and actually start eating right, doing things right, so that way you're not relying on these guys to put you back together after everything falls apart. You know, I mean, accidents happen, things like that, and I'm really glad the emergency room's there. But if it's, a, you know, in our industry, we have what's called preventable accidents. And what makes a preventable accident? Something that didn't have to happen. 
and a lot of times our, our physical health is a preventable accident because we just don't take care of ourselves. Tell me, uh, tell me about um, you're meeting me here in Nashville, and mm-hmm. uh, you are headed to Illinois to go and run uh, trucking here pretty mm-hmm. soon. Because um, you're now living down. In <laughs> I live in Tennessee, but I'm running out of Chicago with my daughter. Yeah, yeah. she lives in Illinois. Yeah, but uh, along the way, you know, you came came Nashville's direct route uh, mm-hmm. to where you're going, and uh, tell us about where you just went. Well, I, I uh, got I met a woman here a couple of years ago that was really had the what we call a, a, a real key to health, and that is how to eat right and live right and stuff like that. And she's the one that turned me on to Gerald Steiner Water and Trader Joe's. And I didn't even know Trader Joe's existed before her. But Gerald Steiner Water is a Germanly German-based natural spring. People used to call this the garden. The, 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 was that the stuff you drink to live forever? So I don't know what oh, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. The, uh, they used to call the that. that thing's been around. The Fountain of Youth. Fountain of Youth, yeah. Views, yeah. <laughs> and it's been in Germany for, for 100 years. They've been sure. following this stuff for 100 years. It's direct from the source. It's a naturally carbonated, has 100 different minerals, a lot of trace minerals in your body that your body needs to function. A lot of people don't even know what they are. But I've, I've, she's such an advocate for Gerald Steiner. I, she should be getting stock in the company, okay? <laughs> and because we, I've seen her do it. We give it to pregnant women that were like in their last trimester of pregnancy, started to struggle and give them Gerald Steiner and they'll perk back up. Mm-hmm. And say, you know, kind of act that extra kick that nobody knew. Well, you'd think out of mineral water. Right, right. It's got a lot of stuff in there. Just again, there's so many things in your body that you, we don't really pay attention to. These little trace minerals, they really do stuff. Right. And Gerald Science is loaded with it. Uh, Trader Joe's has, you use uh, a lot of natural, organic, you know, they kind of were one of the leaders in organic. And yeah. I, I say, they don't do everything right. I mean, they still use some white sugar and some things. But you just got to be careful what you get. But I've got a, I got trail mix that's absolutely rich in omega-6s and 3s and stuff like that. Um, I take... Um, uh, Stuff from Garden of Life. It's a it's a green superfood. Okay. Uh, they call it green superfood. Okay. And I mix with uh, orange juice, and then I have this protein powder that has a lot of amino acids that I mix out with. Between those two, I really don't even need to eat. Um, <laughs> and I a little bit of trail mix from Trader Joe's, and I'm good to go. Right, right. And the thing is, it gets me away from the white bread, gets me away from the saturated fats, gets me away from the GMOs, it gets me away from all the junk food, which is now what we have left in the industry that I mean back when I started out trucking Flying J's had one store in, in Salt Lake it was actually it was Ogden Utah they hadn't even bought Salt Lake yet right now they they went in their everywhere they had a great buffet for many years and then now they're not even that now they're at Denny's of all things I would have loved to see Cracker Barrel get that spot <laughs> right. you know because at least they use natural stuff you know Denny's, no, I'm sorry, but I don't know what deals, I mean, I, I just, yeah. So the thing is, we've seen an acceleration because as you see more truck stop chains going to the smaller parking lots, quick food, get in, get out type attitude, they say, you know, everybody starts getting plumper because of all the stupid stuff we're eating, you know? Right. And so I think you can make a connection. And what they're, they're trying to say is sleep apnea, I'm saying it's bad ed by diet, you know? Because this sleep apnea really comes across as a 
is a response to being overweight in a very unhealthy way. In most cases, right? In most cases, yeah. yeah. I lost 40 pounds to the right. point where they thought I had Azers on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just started dropping weight. Right, right. And I didn't even, I didn't change my routine. as just when I was at Ryder. I didn't, I was team driving with them. I didn't change my routine or anything. I just simply cut out a lot of the stuff I used to do. A lot of the sugar, all that stuff, cut all that out. Drinking Gerald Steiner, which is cheaper than a pop, actually. Right. You know, for the same size bottle, and uh, and I just the weight just started dropping off, and my stamina increased a lot. You know, blood pressure went down. Blood boy. pressure went down. In fact, now I've taken a lot of particular steps to bring the blood pressure down okay. using some unusual techniques that actually work. Okay. Um, a lot of it had to do with you know the best way to get rid of bad oil is with good oil. Okay. You know, like for instance, you, if you change your oil in your driveway and you spill oil on the concrete. What's the best thing to get that oil off? Gasoline. Okay, Another right, petroleum right, product, right? right sure. And then you, after that, you can always soak. Right. But truly, everybody knows gasoline is the best way to break <laughs> right. down oil, right? Well, it's the same thing in your body. If you get a bunch of uh, saturated oils in your body that are clogging up your veins, the best way to get those out is with a healthy oil, like walnut oil, coconut oil, these kind of things. It'll help replace the bad with the good, and it'll wash it out. So that's what I did. I started, I started taking coconut oil, walnut oil. You know, you can stop a heart attack with walnut oil. Okay. In fact, you got to be careful with it. It will thin your blood to the point where you have, you have problems all by that. Okay. You know? Okay. And so there's just things I started doing, reintroducing good oils, staying away from saturated fats, hydrogenated vegetable oils, stuff like that, which is like near plastic, uh, getting away from that stuff and cleaning it out with placing it with good oils that wash out the oil. And that's where blood pressure started coming down. Okay. You know? That and, I mean, did you, I think we talked about this a little bit before, but I can't really remember. Did you introduce any kind of exercise uh, The funny or? part is no. No, you didn't, okay. <laughs> no. You just kept doing your thing. I've been too busy, actually. Right. And the sad part is, though, I know that if I was just, well, my wife wants me to introduce jumping jacks now into the process, because unfortunately with, with high blood pressure and high blood sugar and stuff like that, it actually kills your small capillaries. It okay. destroys your small capillaries. And that's why come really one of the side effects of high blood pressure is kidney damage, okay. impotence, all these other things come along with that. And so you what the only way to fix broken capillaries is exercise. Okay. If you want to regrow those capillaries back. And so yeah, that at some point you have to go there. You know? Sure. But the thing is um, what I'm doing really has nothing to do with I'm not trying to lose weight. I'm just trying to live longer. Yeah, sure. And the best way to live longer is feed stuff that feeds your body. Right. You know, I grew up on meat and potatoes with most of the time they had hamburgers and french fries. Okay. Sure. I didn't come from a good place. Yeah. But so the thing is through her influence in my life I was able to turn that around. Yeah. Fortunately, in just in time, you know. Uh, I'm not saying I'm out of the woods yet, but right. just in time to not go down the same path a lot of my peers went to. You look at a lot of the older guys like me, many of these guys have already had heart attacks. Many of them. I'm lucky to survive it. You know, um, there's just, it's just too common. And unfortunately, it just, we've, we've never really been that noticed enough to really, for anybody to really see the trend. Like I said, unless they can make money on it somehow, you know? Yeah. It's unfortunate, but that's kind of the way things are. You know, money drives things, and if, unless there's a market for it, no one's really paying attention to it. Yeah. You know? And so, 
That's why I was really that's why I'm taking this from more of a grassroots approach and saying we need to educate people through awareness to help them make that choice that they want to live longer and know that they have that choice. See this as a preventable accident, not as a non-preventable. And so that's the thing. Uh, we got to take responsibility for this ourselves. So do your homework, do your due diligence, figure out, you know, read the back of the bottle you're taking, you know, and see where that stuff comes from.